with the latest sporting news from Kilkenny, Carlow and around the country. This is Scoreline. And you're very welcome to Scoreline with myself, Eddie Scally, this Friday night of a great bank holiday weekend of sport ahead of us. Of course, tomorrow night we've the Leinster Senior Hurling Final between Galway and Kilkenny for us to look forward to and we'll be really sinking our teeth into that on tonight's show. We also have the Talton Cup on Sunday where Carlo will face off against favourites Westmead in Dr. Cullen Park, Netwatch Dr. Cullen Park, so fingers crossed Carlo might be able to pull off a big shock there and of course we have the Epsom Derby as well this weekend and the Camogie Intermediates are out as well tomorrow, so lots of sport to look forward we're going to start with the senior hurling final and I'm delighted to be joined by my good friend and colleague Adrian Ronnie Ronan Ronnie all excited for the hurling final yeah sure again um, it's a Leinster final Eddie and I suppose it's a Leinster final it's not a COVID Leinster final so at least it's great to hear the young kids in particular that haven't been able to go to Crow Park to a Leinster final and celebrate it and enjoy it like they have done in the past so there's a lot of supporters and Young and old looking forward to going back to Crow Park. The problem, as we all know, and the issue, of course, is the timing isn't wonderful, but that's the distance, that's it. It's lovely to see it. I'm sure Wexford and Dublin would love to be in the Leinster final at 7 o'clock on a Saturday evening. So it's unusual the time at 7 o'clock, I suppose. That's the only two drawbacks. Yeah, I, I was actually, believe it or not, was the first thing I was going to say to you. Like, it's it's a really, it's a really crap time to be playing the Leinster Hurling final. I can't understand why the GEA switched it from. I remember the format where you'd have the Leinster Hurling final at four o'clock or two o'clock on a Sunday and it might coincide with say the Munster football final which would be the other two hours and then the following weekend you might have a Leinster football final and a Munster hurling final uh, was, was there any logic in why they've switched it I know the McDonough Cup is on tomorrow at four o'clock but for, for Kilkenny people travelling back nine o'clock at night tomorrow night after presentations are done and whatnot, it is a, it's a it's a pretty crap time yeah no without a doubt um, it's, it's, it's not ideal um, for Kilkenny supporters in particular and again I'm sure it's the TV cameras and the TV rights and they have a lot to do with this and it's Saturday Night View and RT have the rights to Saturday Night Matches and I'm sure somewhere and somehow they negotiated the, the Leinster final and not, as you might see, a tour, to a Munster final. The Munster final wasn't effective. They have their usual time on the Sunday afternoon of bank holiday weekend. Mighty time for Munster. But for Kilkenny supporters, like it is going to affect the, the, the volume of traffic and it is going to affect... Um, affect supporters and it's disappointing for sure but look that's it we are where we are it's disappointing but certainly no logic and no time given to either Kilkenny or um, Galway supporters in particular OK and our focus to matters on the pitch Ronnie you're, you're going to be bringing us the game live on KCLR tomorrow night um, yourself and Michael Walsh talking to you earlier on today Ronnie I kind of got the feeling you were I won't say confident that's not true it wouldn't be fair to say but I, I think you're edging towards Kilkenny in this game yeah, um, strangely, I know, again, most people up to now, I suppose, we've got most of the calls right. We were we were genuinely worried again, Wexford, and we were right when we suggested that maybe if Wexford were still in the game with 10 minutes to go, that we'd be under pressure because they might just have the flow and the habit and they, and they got away. And here, again, this will be no different. This will be a very tight game. It'll be a very close game, as all Kilkenny Galway matches have been in, particularly in the last uh, 10 years. Uh, this is our eighth final, Leinster final between Kilkenny and Galway. And um, I'm just in the camp or the group that think Kilkenny will improve. I think the changes that we will make uh, and have to make from the team that we played against Wexford will be huge to us and I think it's important. And I hope that the likes of Farley Welch are back playing uh, for Kilkenny and that those changes uh, will reap the rewards because I think and I believe the team that played against Wexford just didn't function on the night 
and I think there'll, there'll be a few losers based on the performance and Brian Cody wasn't happy after the game and as a result of that I think that we I think we'll see four or five changes to the Kilkenny team tomorrow tomorrow evening and I think that'll make a difference and I keep going back to it we do have and we have a strength and depth in the panel and you know okay some people might think I was in Galway over the last couple of days and the Galway supporters think that they might have a better 10 or 11 players than Kilkenny's 10 or 11 but they're also of the belief that we have a better 22 and I think he'll come back to it and we've said it all year I think it comes back uh, particularly in the modern hurling the way it's gone um, that you'll need your five subs and I think we're blessed and lucky that we do have a panel of 20 to 25 very good hurlers that can contribute huge and I think that'll matter on Sunday Saturday evening and I think that could be the difference going down the home straight and I hope I'm right Yeah and Ronnie just just on the possible changes and I'm just going to put you into Brian Cody's head here for a second if I was asking you to give me a couple of changes I'm not asking you to say who's going to be dropped or who's going to be moved but who's coming in I'm hearing I don't know if you've heard these rumours today I've just heard since I I spoke to you earlier on that Hugh Lawler is back Um, I'd love it to be true. I don't know if you can confirm or have you heard the same rumour yourself. I'm, um, I've, I've heard that Hugh Lawler will be coming back into it. I'm hearing rumours Porrick Welch is straight back into the team, possibly at midfield. Um, what are you thinking yourself? I, I, again, typical Kenny teams, rumours will go around as they have done in the last few matches. Some will be correct and more will be incorrect. I think Kenny in particular and Brian Cody will be very tight. Uh, seal on this team because obviously there's uh, people involved with Galway that are in and very close to us so I'm sure they'll try and keep it very tight so I wouldn't believe any of the rumours but I would like to see and I hope um, as you rightly said I hope to see Parik Welch back I hope to see uh, Huey Lawler back and maybe David Blanchfield in particular those three players I think have a lot to offer Kilkenny and a lot to offer this group and I'd like to think that they'll they'll be back in and maybe Billy Ryan coming in to, to, to start as well of course I'm going to say that being a club man but I think the the, the, the space in Crow Park is made for a guy like Billy Ryan to use his speed and use his pace so I'm hoping and thinking I think there will be four changes um, three or four changes I don't I have no privy to any rumour so I'm just I'm a hurler on the ditch here and just hoping and, and, and thinking that definitely Parik Welsh as I said definitely David Blanchfield and uh, hopefully uh, Huey Lawler and um, hopefully Billy Ryan and and in that game Ronnie because I, I you know I've, I've got to have a few other contributors later on in the but where is it going to be won and lost for Kilkenny if they, if they are you know I know this Galway full forward line are, are lethal is is that where the winning of the game is going to be if the Kilkenny full back line can hold these lads to stop them getting goals yeah well look every battle is important in a, in a hurling field one to fifteen every battle but. I often bring it down to, and I know a lot of people in recent times, you know, criticise some of the, uh, the, the mistakes that might have been made. But I think it'll come down again in a tight game to the two goalkeepers. And we're blessed. Uh, we have the best goalkeeper in Ireland presently, and maybe one of the best goalkeepers of all time in Owen Murphy. And I think Young and Murphy might be new to uh, the Galway scene and not as comfortable. And I think, and I think that might hinge for me. It might come down to the two goalies and who has the better game and who has the better uh, 70 minutes. And I'm hoping again that Owen Murphy. And I think that's, you know, there's a huge amount of key battles. But for me, uh, having a guy like Owen Murphy um, on the goal, when you compare him to the, the job from Galway, that's where we might have the edge. Hope he's not busy, of course, but he could be. <laughs> and, and Adrian, then, you know, before I let you go, Ronnie, sorry, they, 
the, the whole the whole setup between Galway and Kilkenny the last day there was you know obviously the handshake at the end of the game there was a little bit of um, I don't know there was a load a load of crap after it and the whole lot can you can you can you picture a situation where Henry and Brian will embrace at the end of the match and a big hug and a kiss on the cheek and best of luck next week lad and <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brian Cody does that thing, uh, sort of thing whatever about Henry no I'm sure look it's all off, uh, off, uh, off, off the Atlantic and the media latched onto it. You'd like maybe to see maybe the two boys make, having a handshake before the game, just, just to, you know, just to break the ice for everybody in the stand because it's ridiculous the amount of uh, rumours that went on about the so-called handshake and the, the different interpretations. And everyone has their own interpretation whether it's right or wrong, whatever. But look for me, and I know it won't happen, but to be lovely maybe to consider that the two boys might have a, a friendly little handshake before the game. And let us all enjoy the match and forget about the fanfare and the sideline. No, that's fair enough, Ronnie. We, we we concentrate on the fifteen men doing battle on the field rather than the two on the side. And and the last thing I'll leave you with, Ronnie, I'd always ask you for predictions. I know you're siding with Kenny on this. Give me a give me a kind of a swing on this one. Do you see it being two, three, four, five, ten point win? Uh, well, certainly it won't be a high, uh, a high win for Kilkenny. Um, look, it'll be tight like all Leinster finds in Kilkenny and Galway in the last, as I said, the last seven or eight meetings. We've had replays. We've had extra time. We've had. Um, you know, drawn games. So for me, it'd be still tight, you know. But again, when you look back on the Kilkenny team, I think of the last two years, we're going for three in a row, three Leinster final teams in a row, and I think we're stronger. This team now is more mature. A lot of the guys played in the last two years, some were breaking into the team, some were trying to find their feet. I think now they're way more mature. I think we're a better team than we were two years ago. I'm not too sure our Galway a better team than they were two years ago. I think we are. I hope we are. I'm expecting and hoping a three or four points win. Ronnie, absolutely brilliant. Look forward to hearing you calling it all tomorrow night for anybody that's tuning in on KCLR Live tomorrow night with Michael Walsh. Best of luck. Hope you enjoy the game and hopefully your prediction is right again this week. Yeah, well, we'll see. From a, as the lad says, we'll know, for, we'll know around nine o'clock. <laughs> hopefully, Kenny will get the result. We most certainly will. Thanks a million, Ronnie. We'll leave it there. That is, of course, Adrian, Ronnie Ronan, and Ronnie and Michael Welch will be bringing you all the coverage of the Leinster Hurling final from Crow Park tomorrow night on KCLR. If you're not travelling up, we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll be back with Niall Carew from the Carlos Senior Football Team. And you're very welcome back to Friday Night Scoreline with myself, Eddie Scally, in the hot seat. Anyone that was listening to last weekend's show, you would have heard me interviewing the Carlos Senior Football Manager, Niall Carew. And Niall, I just kind of got the feeling off him when we were talking to him. He had a little bit of a confidence streak in his back that Carlo might take down Tipperary, and that's exactly what they did. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line again by the Carlos Senior Football Manager, Niall. Niall, fantastic win last weekend. Yeah, thanks, Eddie. It was a great win, and it's, it's something the players deserved. And I suppose, look, we have to back it up now uh, at the weekend. Yeah, the the, the 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 draw gods haven't been very kind to you. I kind of looked at it on on Monday morning when I seen the draw was being made Monday morning. I looked and I said, you know, if I was picking the team that I'd want to avoid, Westmead would have been the one of the three possible outcomes that I would have liked to avoid. But I suppose if you're going to win the Talton Cup, you're going to have to beat everybody anyway. Yeah, look, Tipperary and Westmead were the two favourites um, on the, the south side of the draw. Uh, and, and rightly so. Tipperary got promoted and we're on looking not to beat Cavan in that Division 4 final. They were Munster champions only 18 months ago. Um, now, I know they lost a couple of players, but still had the bulk of them that playing. And then Westmead, in fairness, ran Kildare to two points, uh, two three points in the Leinster semi-final. Um, and they have a very experienced outfit as well. So, 
Yeah, we, we would have been down the pecking order. Um, so two, you know, the first draw very difficult. This one uh, is probably even a little bit more difficult. But, yeah, we're looking forward to it, Eddie. Yeah, Westmead themselves, because we'll, we'll focus on Carlo in a second, but Westmead themselves, formidable outfit. John Heslin at number 14 is, without question, in my opinion, one of the best footballers in the country on his day. They've, they've a lot of experience in the side, the likes of Jerry Egan, fellas like that. But Jack Cooney on the line, I'm sure he's a fella you come up against in your own career uh, as a player. Yeah, I love Jack Cooney. First, Jack Cooney, he's an absolute gentleman, um, has done very well with every team he was with, next in footballer as well. Um, and I suppose, look, the the big thing is like the Ray Canellan as well, as you, you mentioned, Jerry and John Heston, they're household names because all them lads have, have played in Leinster finals uh, in 15 and 16 under Tom Cribben. So, like, um, experience outfit, um, the, you know, we will have to be at our best uh, to win it but uh, a bit like last week we've nothing to fear here I mean we just want to go out and play our own game number one um, it's generally what we do on the ball will dictate the result anyway uh, Eddie that, that's the way we look at it obviously we have to be mindful of matchups um, etc um, but the biggest thing is what we do on the ball and we have to make sure we get it first and then do all the right things on it but you know, we certainly won't be taking a step back again this week uh, we're going for it I think that game will give us massive confidence uh, and we are massively underdogs again, and and, and rightly so. Uh, and as so a we're building that West Mid team, are, are West Mid team are very very experienced. Um, when you go right through them, uh, they've experienced all over the place. I, I'd say they have one under twenty three, and the rest have played inter county football for the last seven or eight years. Whereas we're on the the opposite end of it. Um, so if hunger is going to get the victory, we should be on the right side of it. The, the one thing that was very obvious to me, um, Niall, in last weekend's game, was your own fitness levels. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Tipperary, but I definitely felt if there was another 15 minutes in that game, you were going to win by more. It, it just seemed to me like the Carlo players had another gear that the Tipperary lads couldn't live with. And, and, you know, you'd always look at a team, especially an underdog, you'd fear that when you get near the end of the game, if it's tight, the underdogs might buckle. But it was the exact opposite from, from what I could see. I don't know if you kind of got that feeling yourself. Yeah, and, and look, the two points margin, we were fully, I, I suppose we deserved that. Uh, probably a little bit more, if I'm honest. Um, but we have plenty of pace in our team, Eddie, and uh, we use that for advantage. Um, we're a young side. Uh, we don't fear anything, really, in terms of, you know, nothing's going to phase us because it's not that it's a free shot, but we're still learning our trade. You know, a lot of the players are still learning their trade. And you know, you've probably seen the Bambricks and the Clarks just coming into their own. And um, you know, to even have two sets of brothers on your team is special as well. Uh, there's not many counties, I'd say, would have two sets of brothers on their team, an inter-county team. So that brings its own, I suppose, camaraderie and that with lads and, and, and that, that will to, to do exactly what you can for the man beside you and, and to really play a big shift. And, I think we've built that. And look, when you have the likes of Owen Root, um, who is playing like he's 22 and 23 himself and is leading from defence and getting up the field and getting scores, and then the far end, you have Dara Foley, absolutely just chomping at the bit, giving everything, just leading by example, going for every ball. And then Colin Hulton, Connor Crowley, and these lads are just putting in massive shifts as well and coming up with great scores. So, yeah, look, I could name every player on it, uh, but... We're just, you know, we're only learning our trade, as I said, and this team is probably, it's only going to get better and better, and, and I'm, I'm just hoping that, you know, we can step it up another gear, because we'll need to step up another gear and step up for performance if we have to be less made.
And, and Niall, you know, the turnaround with the Talton Cup, you know, you've played last Sunday and it was a really tough game and it would have took a bit of toll on the bodies. Thankfully, Westmead and Leash didn't end up being very one-sided. I think Westmead only came out a three-point winner, so I would hope that they're after having a tough game too. But from the Cardiff perspective, how are we looking going into this game with injuries and knocks? Yeah, look, Connor Doyle picked up a bit of a knock and he'll do a fitness test uh, just before the game and see how he comes out of that. Uh, other than that, um, we, we were very lucky. Uh, apart from Darrell O'Brien who went off after six or seven minutes, he's a massive loss. Uh, when you when you take off Darrell O'Brien and Jordan Morrissey, um, you know, you're under pressure then because two really experienced players, even though Jordan is quite young, but again, two top players, as I said before, Jordan Morrissey is probably one of the best players in the country on his day, and Dara O'Brien is probably the most underrated player in the country, so we're missing two really good players for us, um, but look, the lads that have come in have done very well, and it just uh, provided opportunities for somebody else. Yeah, this is it, and, and, and fingers crossed the lads, everyone will, will, will step up to the plate and, and, and play to their full potential. The other thing that was very noticeable in, in, in Netwatch Cullen Park last week was the atmosphere. Um, the lunatics behind the goal with no tops on, they, they added a bit of spice and colour to the, to the whole event, and it was, there was a great old buzz with them. I seen a lovely video after the game, I think a few of them might have charged your dressing room now and, and, and got involved in, 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 in the post-match stuff, but there was a real buzz there, and in fairness to Carlo GEA, they, they, they ran some brilliant promotions to, to get people into the yeah, and, and for this thing to work uh, going forward for Carlo GA, and I mean football in Ireland, I would have played both myself. So, like the big thing is that because we're such a small county, that we all need to stick together, and and that's what we're doing in both football in Ireland. And the hurlers a massive win against Offaly as well. But to drive the whole thing on, and these promotions do help. The more people you can get in to see these lads, absolutely putting everything on the line. Um, you know, it just gives everyone great heart to continue to do that. And look, the crowd were a great help. When we turned over possession, there was a real energy in Dr. Cullen last week. And the players fed off that. And look, we're going to feed off that energy again because these lads really want this. They really want something uh, to change in Cardiff football again. And, um, you know, the only thing we can do is go out and give our best performance. And I think if we do that, we won't be too far off. No, I agree 100% Niall and I do hope that there'll be a massive turnout for Carroll people again under 16s are, are, are free in on the day and you were saying to me before we, we came on air that you know they're going to be letting the kids out on the pitch at half time with footballs and slitters and hurls and it's going to be a real good family affair so it's, it's, it, it'll be a great event for anybody in, in the area to come down with the family and, and enjoy a great day's football Yeah absolutely and look we all remember when we were kids growing up going to matches um, you know if your team your county has a big win you know that gives you the edge to go and play you know you'll want that ambition to go and play for your county and that's what it's all about so the more promotion we do and that the better and obviously the win then just you know top the whole thing off but you know we're, we're not going to stop at that uh, we really want to win a massive performance and you know as I said we're completely underdogs for this game uh, but uh, we will not be taking a step back uh, we're going to give this absolutely everything. The players are prime now. They're in a great place. And uh, we just can't wait now to get the uh, ball thrown up for Sunday. Well, Niall, from everybody here, again, at Casey and and myself, I want to wish yourself, all the lads, all your backroom team and everyone, the very best of luck. We're 71 or two minutes away from a, a day out in Crow Park. And just with a bit of luck, hopefully all of you boys can, can put into performance your, your year's efforts deserve. And who knows what might happen at the end of the day. 
That's brilliant. Thanks for all your support, Eddie. Appreciate that. That's brilliant. That is, of course, Niall Carew, the Carlo Senior Football Manager. We wish them all the very best of luck for Sunday's game in Netwatch Cullen Park, which throws in at 2pm. Under 16's free of charge. Get down there and support them. And if you can't, remember the game is live here on KCLR. We're going to take a quick ad break right there. Scoreline on KCLR with Eddie Scally. And you're very welcome back to Scoreline on a Friday evening. Looking forward, of course, to this Saturday's Leinster Senior Hurling Final between Kilkenny and Galway. And joining me on the line now is former Kilkenny Hurler, Richie Power. Richie, good evening. Thanks for taking the call. Not at all. How's things? You well? All good, all good. Richie, uh, looking forward to Saturday's showdown? Yeah, absolutely, Eddie. Um, I suppose, you know, after the, the game in Salt Hill, I think everyone was kind of hoping that this would be the the Leinster final pairing um, with the way things went in, in Galway. So, I suppose, look, we can probably, from a Kilkenny point of view, we, we, we fell into the Leinster final um, with the way results went on the last day, but certainly certainly looking forward to it, and, and um, I think we're in for a real rip-roaring game. And it was salty enough there at the end of the game in Salt Hill. Like, you know both characters you've played under, Brian. You obviously played on teams with, with Henry. Thing and not, a, a real thing and nothing, it's something that'll be forgotten about by, by throwing tomorrow evening? Absolutely. Look, I, I think the way it worked out, Eddie, was the whoever took the photo or the cameraman was in the right place at the right time. And um, you know, I suppose as the saying goes, uh, paper never refuses ink. And a lot of journalists kind of jumped onto onto what was nothing, in my opinion. You know, it was it was two very competitive guys. Um, I suppose you know, shaking hands at the end of the game, and the result didn't go the way of one, and it went the way of the other. Obviously, against his native county, so. Look, I wouldn't read too much into it, and I think come tomorrow night, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, the sideline. I think both both managers will be very animated and wanting to wanting to win tomorrow night. And the game itself in Salt Hill, like you would have played up there many times, and I know from attending lots of games there, Salt Hill can be. I don't think I've ever been there where it's not been a mad windy day. Like it's 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 a real. I'd say it's a really tough pitch to play on for a player like yourself in the forwards. I'd say it's it's a hard pitch to gauge. Crow Park is going to be a much different proposition. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, as you said, I've, I've played up there quite a few times, and I don't think there's ever been a calm day that 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 we've taken to the field in Salt Hill. So, you know, you're always generally you get kind of a game of two halves, really. You know, and um, I think that kind of turned out to be the case that day as well. So, look, it's a completely different proposition. Um, I suppose Crow Park, you could say, is probably a second home to Kilkenny. You know, going back over the years with with Leinster and that, but you know, Galway have been have been there quite a few times as well. So. I think, if anything, it'll suit Kilkenny a little bit more. I think the open spaces, um, you know, I think we've probably more legs in our forward line than, than Galway would have. Um, and I think that's probably where the winning and losing of this game will be tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, You know, that I think uh, Kilkenny need to kind of put Galway on the back foot and get their half-back half line heading back towards their own goal on, on as many occasions as we, as we possibly can. And the Kilkenny team throughout the, the 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 league section of the championship, let's 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 call it okay. Good win against Westmead, but you'd expect that good win against Leash again. Expected great performance against Dublin, but the two games, the Wexford game, the last day, you know, was it was a very poor performance. There's no point in, in dressing it up as anything different. The game in Galway was, like you said, it was a game of two halves, and it could have went either way. I know Kilkenny thought they'd snatched it at the end to get the draw, and they were probably unlucky with the free. But you, you know, I get from talking to Kilkenny people over the last couple of days, there's. I wouldn't say there's a confidence about them, but the, the, I have yet to meet a Kilkenny person that's not expecting Kilkenny to go very close, if not win this game. And I think, by listening to you, Richie, I think you're in that camp as well. Yeah, and I, I suppose the more I thought about it during the week, Eddie, I, I, I am leaning towards that because I, I do believe there's that there's a massive performance in this team. And, you know, people think and say we got it against Dublin 
I'm not so sure because Dublin were so bad on the night. Now, look, I'm not taking away from Kilkenny. They were very good, but I, I think there's another level to this Kilkenny team. Um, and obviously, the last day against Wexford, you know, we didn't see that. So, you know, I think there was, there's a lot of players hurting since Wexford, and I, I think they're going to use that hurt in the right way, kind of in the build-up to this game. And, you know, I just, as I said, I believe there's a huge performance in them, and I think that we'll, we'll get it tomorrow night, and I'm hoping, but I do think we will. And, um, you know, one once we get the right team on the field, I think is probably the the big thing, um, you know. And I, I, I'd expect us to to do that. And I just think, you know, we're we're heading towards a big performance. And would you expect a lot of changes on the team based on to see the Wexford the, the team that started against Wexford? Do you see a lot of changes in the Kilkenny team? Um, look, I, I suppose going on past, you know, the last couple of years, uh, you know, after a defeat, Brian tends to ring the changes. Um, I would. I was surprised at the changes that were made against Wexford myself, um, but I would expect changes tomorrow night. Um, I would expect, at the very least, three, but you could see anything from four to five changes on the team, in my opinion, you know, trying to, you know, freshen things up a little bit, maybe get a little bit more legs onto the field as well and, and tighten things up at the back a little bit more. So, look, your guess is as good as mine. Um, you know, we're, we're expecting a team to be announced tonight. I wouldn't read too much into that either until until 7 o'clock tomorrow night and that ball is thrown in. But certainly I'd expect definitely three and you could see possibly five. And the players themselves, Richie, like you've been in that situation before. You've been, you know, in with the Kenny team for many years and you've been one of them players that's come back after a defeat and you're facing into it. Is there a lot of pressure on that on the camp at the moment to, to, to give us that performance tomorrow evening? I don't think there's pressure to give a performance, Eddie, but I, I think the players have put pressure on themselves to give a performance and to, you know, I suppose, right the wrongs of, of Nolan Park and the Wexfords, you know, and I suppose if, if you're not hurting after Wexford coming to Nolan Park and, and getting one over on you, you know, there's not much, there's not many other defeats or results that should, should make that happen for the players. So I just think the players themselves will have spoken, they'll have spoken in depth over the last two weeks about, you know, Writing the wrongs and, and putting in a massive performance and you know as I said we, we, we've gotten that in the last couple of years and when it's come to Leinster Fine and come to Crow Park so I'd expect the same tomorrow night and you know I'd expect the real leaders in the team to really step up tomorrow night and drive this thing forward And the key battles Richie before I let you go where, where are you expecting to see these key battles where this game is going to be won and lost on the day? Um, well sure look I suppose from a, from a Galway perspective up front you're Conor Whelan is their go-to man and you know the rumour has it Hugh Lawler will be back so I, I, I'm i happy to hear that I, I think that'll be definitely one of the, the battles to really look at um, I think Conor Cooney at centre forward needs to be tied down you then have Cotton Mannion who's probably going to go on a Roman role you know whether you know they, they kind of pick someone to, to follow Cottle over the field and I suppose then the other side of the pitch you have TJ possibly full forward on Dahi Burke or potentially Garod McInerney is going to be a massive battle and I suppose from a Galway perspective, who's going to pick up on Cody and, you know, who's potentially Billy Ryan if he starts with his pace, who'll pick up Billy as well. So there's, there's mouth-watering tussles um, lined up for tomorrow night. And um, I suppose, look, it's whoever wins the majority of those big battles will probably come out on the winning side. And you're just hoping from a Kilkenny's pr- perspective, it'll be, it'll be the, our, our, our guys that'll, that'll kind of get one over on them tomorrow night. Richie, before I let you go, in a word, obviously we have the Munster final on Sunday, Limerick and Clare. What way do you see that going? Um, I look, I I think people since the Clare Limerick game in the in the league stages, Eddie have been have kind of said Clare, you know, they'll 
they've really kind of put it up to Limerick and they'll put it up to him again. Personally, I don't, I don't, I do see a massive game, but personally, I see Limerick winning that game probably by five or six points. Um, I just think they're, they're building again. You know, they didn't take the league overly serious. They're, they're building and building to, to peak at the right time. And I think we'll see, we'll see Limerick peak, not to 100%, but they'll peak Sunday. And I, I see him winning Sunday. And, you know, as I said, probably by five or six points, a little bit on the comfortable side, in my opinion. And the Kilkenny Galway, you're going with a Kilkenny two point win? I am, yeah. I, I, I do think it'll be tight, but I, I think Kilkenny will just have enough in the end. I could see it, yeah. You know, I, I, I prefer maybe four or five, a little bit more comfortable <laughs> than two, but um, I take a one point win at this stage, Eddie. Richie, you're an absolute star. Thanks so many for taking the call this evening and enjoy the games over the weekend. You too. Cheers, Eddie. That is, of course, Richie Power there, former Kilkenny hurling superstar with his talking us through the game as well. And after the break, we're going to be talking to Michael Welch about the Galway Kilkenny game. So we're going to take a quick ad break right there. Scoreline on KCL or with Eddie Scally. And you're very welcome back to Friday evening scoreline with myself, Eddie Scally, building up towards tomorrow night's Leinster hurling final. And as promised before the break, I said I was going to be joined by Mr. Michael Walsh. And I'm delighted Michael's taking our call there. Now, Michael, good evening. Good evening, Eddie. How are you? Uh, very good. Michael, I've been, we'll get straight into it. I've been talking to Ronnie earlier on. We shot to Richie Power there a few minutes ago as well. Looking ahead to tomorrow night's game. You're one of the people that I would say is in the best position to kind of look at this. You've, you've been to nearly every Kilkenny match this season. You've seen yeah. the performances. I, I'm getting this air of confidence from the lads I'm talking for to, 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 to fire. Are, are you in that camp of confidence heading into this game? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, which not was done to the last. Game against Wexford, I suppose, Eddie, if I'm honest. Um, you know, coming away from Parnell Park, I felt yeah, this thing was really going to take off. And then, you know, the, the, like, the Wexford performance, as I said at the time, was disappointing on the night. Now, I'm sure that, that that won't be the case tomorrow. And if it is, well, then we're in a bit of bother. But I think that there'll be a lot of work done in the last two weeks. And I'm, I'm hopeful that in that two weeks that an awful lot of, of, of things will, will change and, and especially the way the, the game you know the way they play the game I suppose and I think the, the confines of Pro Park will, will, will show that as well um, you know I suppose uh, Galway are kind of like even though some people are saying they're favourites but when I'm reading all the pundits today and yesterday they're saying that like everyone's tipping to Kenny so I suppose it's a sign of Kenny and Croke Park really and I feel a bit like that that Kenny and Croke Park seem to be a different animal a different team and I'm hoping that will be the case tomorrow but as I said to you it needs to be a huge step up and I certainly wouldn't be underestimating Galloway either right? but I, I think you know as I said to you everyone seems to be going for Kenny and that's a bit of a surprise going on what went on so far but uh, I think it's probably based on as I said the Kenny reputation in Crow Park but I know that the lads will have to produce a massive performance and I'm sure they're capable of that and do you, do you just draw a line in the Wexford performance if you're in the camp and say right let's kick on well I'm not sure you can do that either like um uh, you know, it's, it's the same as saying when you win, do you, do you, you know, you can't forget about, uh, what, what, like, what goes on in matches. You have to dissect every match whether you win or lose and try and get it right for the next day. Um, so I'm sure it's won't be just trying to lean under. I'm sure that, you know, work has been done and, you know, as to, as to what went wrong in the night. But look, that's sports, like, I mean, you're not, you're not going to play well every night and you're going to have off days and maybe just that's what it was. But as I said, yeah, I think a lot of work would have been done in the last couple of weeks and it'd be very interesting to see what team lines up tomorrow because that might reflect on what went on in, in, the, in, the, pre- in the last two weeks in the training field and as I said known Brian Cody and known uh, Kilkenny's reputation uh, I'm sure that we'll see a different animal altogether tomorrow and the, the game itself 
what way are you expecting that game to go? I, I know you're expecting a few changes in the Kilkenny team. Are you expecting Kilkenny to go and win this yeah. by a couple of points? I think that if they play really well, they'll win it by a couple of points. Um, they're going to have to play really well. I think that, you know, Galway um, haven't always been true uh, to themselves in Crow Park. And I think that's something that Henry Sheffield is trying to get out of them to, to get that consistency in them. Remember, they are unbeaten and they are decent as well. But, you know, as I said, I'm kind of drawn like the other people that you're probably thinking to Kenny Crow Park. So I think that that factor and the improvement that we expect to see from the last day and sometimes the defeat when it doesn't matter can be really beneficial for you because it gives you that chance to really step up. So I think, yeah, there might be a couple of points in it and I, and I do think it could go to Kenny's way. But I'm, I'm not saying that for definite. It's, it's a 50-50 game in my view. And before I let you go, you know, you were you were obviously there in Salt Hill. The handshake, too much matter of it, the way need to stop talking about does everybody need to stop talking about the handshake is that going to be gone tomorrow at the start of the match when the two boys give each other a high five before the ball gets thrown in yeah, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but I do think that it went on, it went on a bit alright. I, but I think, look, it, 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 look, it, it was, it wasn't great, it wasn't great, uh, but it's, it's about the players tomorrow, I think, and I think that both people, both those men are, you know, very experienced men, and I'm sure the last thing they'll want is for them to be the centre of attention tomorrow. They'll know there'll be a certain scrutiny, a huge scrutiny on them, and I think they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll be clever enough to avoid all that, and I think that it'll all be, it'll be all about the players tomorrow, I don't think we'll be, we will be talking about anything else on the game tomorrow. Well, hopefully you're, you're right on that. Yourself and Adrian are going to be giving us the commentary live from Crow Park on KCLR from 7pm, is that correct? Yeah, I think so, yeah, that's correct, yeah, and look forward to it. I haven't seen Ronnie for a while, so looking forward to meeting up with him again. No, well, brilliant. I really look forward to hearing uh, the commentary from the 2E tomorrow night. Michael, thanks a million for taking my call, and I hope you're right with your prediction for a Kilkenny win by a couple of points. That's brilliant. That is, of course, Michael Walsh, and that is all I have time for you with tonight. Thanks a million for Martin Bridgman driving me there tonight. Adrian, Ronnie, Ronan, Richie Power, Michael Walsh, and of course, Niall Carew. If you're doing it over the weekend, enjoy yourselves, be safe, and enjoy all the hurling and everything over the weekend sports-wise. Scoreline on KCLOR with Eddie Scally.